This Side of Country with Trev, supporting new artists and celebrating the legends on 95.9 KRFF. You're tuned into This Side of Country with Trav. We're powered each and every day by our good pals at Fix It Forward Auto Care. New artist on the rise, Julia Still. Man, I tell you what, we have been playing a lot of songs off her brand new album lately. And uh, one of our favorites is Ain't Made Week. We feel like it's this generation's Shania Twain's uh, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. It just gets you all fired up. And we got her on the line here to talk new music and uh, what's coming up this year. Maybe some goals for 2024 and what do we got to do to get her to Fargo on the phone, we got Julia still. Julia, good morning to you. Good morning, Trav. How are you doing? Hey, we're doing great up here in Fargo. Like I was telling you off the, off the phone here that uh, it is almost the end of November and we don't have any snow and we're above zero degrees. That's a win-win up here. Oh, yeah. Sounds beautiful. <laughs> Where are you calling in from, Julia? I'm calling in from uh, the birthplace of country music down here in Bristol, uh, Virginia slash Tennessee, right here on the border. Uh, I'm kind of go between here and Nashville. Now, did you tell me? Did I hear right off uh, off air here that you've got the basically the uh, state line going right down the middle of Main Street there? Oh, we do. It, it's called State Street, and rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> you've got Virginia on one side and Tennessee on the other, and uh, there was actually a commercial done down there one day because they wanted to use that state line. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I love it. I'd never heard of such a thing. That's that's really unique. Well, I've never been down to that area, so I'm hoping to get there in 2024. That's kind of one of my goals. But a question I have for you, of course, have you ever been up to our neck of the woods here, Fargo, North Dakota? I have not. I've always wanted to get out a little bit west of us. You know, farthest west I've ever been is Wyoming, which is a little bit past you all, but sure. I had family out there. I've, I've not got any family of North Dakota, you know? Right. Uh, my folks, we always just hop around to wherever family's at, so... Hopefully, I can visit Radio Family someday. Oh, we would love to have you up here. And uh, if you do make your way up here, we've got a microphone right next to mine, and we'll make you a special guest co-host for an hour or so. Right, there you go. That sounds like fun. <laughs> Let's go back here a little bit, because we want to get into what led you to what you're doing right now. What was? Did you have a musical family? Did mom and dad play music? What led you to uh, becoming a singer-songwriter? Well, to be honest, uh, neither mom nor dad was musical. Uh, we... Grew up in a little Pentecostal church up on a Thacker's branch, and music was literally the the main main part of my life, going to church. And then as I, I grew up and got a little bit older, I got into country music and started falling in love with Loretta Lynn and Dolly Parton and Reba McIntyre. And I just started falling in love with the storytelling of country music, and that's what made me pursue what I'm doing today. Yeah, so how long, do you remember like when you picked up the guitar for the first time and started getting the courage to put your voice out there and start singing? Do you remember when that kind of started taking place for you? Oh, goodness. Well, I'm, I'm still a little little shy on guitar because, <laughs> Lord have mercy, I've only had a guitar in my possession for about five years. Sure. I was too poor for instruments growing up. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but the first time I ever got up and sang in public was when I was three years old. It was a special Christmas service, and they didn't really do much that day. And uh, the pastor got up and said, do we have anybody that wants to sing? The little three-year-old me got up there and sang Away in a Manger for everybody. And and that started a wave of little kids getting up and singing songs. (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. I love hearing that. Uh, You've got such great songwriting. I mean, we absolutely love this brand new album. Hard to believe. Do you remember which song on the album came first and really just started this momentum for you? 
Oh, yeah. So the, one of the first songs I ever wrote was Stuck on You, and that's number 11 on the album. Um, I, I was stuck on a boy, and I, I could not get over him, and I was about <laughs> 16, sure. and I'd had a crush on him from 10 years old. Yeah. And that was my first song ever, trying to just get over him. Right. And that last verse in that song is wishful thinking. Well, I, I was lucky because it came true. <laughs> I found me a good one. So. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, congrats. Did we see that you recently also celebrated, was it your wedding anniversary? It was. It was. Seven years. And seven I'm telling you, years. it flew. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, happy anniversary I, I to you both. <laughs> <laughs> happy anniversary to you both. Thank you so much. All right. You've been at it for seven years. So let's get a little, uh, let's get a little marriage advice here from Julia Still. What is the one piece of advice you would give to folks? Men do not read minds. <laughs> I had to learn that the hard way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that, you know, we don't we don't communicate the same way or think the same way. And once I realized that and gave him some grace and gave myself some grace and realized that if we just communicate our expectations we'll we'll get through it way easier. It has been amazing since then. So Fantastic. <laughs> that's my advice. Uh, we love hearing that. Well glad that you've got a happy, healthy marriage. Your seven year anniversary just happened. So again, happy anniversary to you. Great way Thank to celebrate you so your uh, your album too. Uh, such a great album. We love this and uh, it just came out not too long ago. You, you you told us about the first song that you remember writing for the album and uh, from there it just kinda kind of snowballed for you let's get into uh what would you say is probably the track off there that if somebody from a record label or something said give me one song off this album that i gotta hear and i need to be sold with this album by that one song which one would you play for him i'll get it my favorite is gotta be ain't made week yeah i i love that song um i wrote it about 10 years ago whenever we were going through a really hard time in my area financially and you know my dad got laid off from the coal mines and uh you know a lot of people are getting laid off and and i saw people's resilience in that time and people didn't give up they they great pennies some of them had to move you know to work on oil rigs and stuff but but nobody gave up and that's that was something that I carry with me to this day. And that's what inspired the song. It's a strong, strong song. I mean, right away from the very first couple of seconds of that song, I mean, right away, you're just like, oh, wow, I... I can't help but feel empowered, and I, and I do feel like it's this generation's Shania Twain's Man, I Feel Like a Woman. I mean, you just want to kick a door open oh. and go, what do you got? <laughs> Thank you so much. I have scared myself. Uh, <laughs> having my radio too loud and turning on that CD on number seven, it, it, it makes you jump sometimes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love it because it wakes me up and gets me going. I like to work out to it sometimes. Yes. Great song, great song to put on a a workout playlist for sure. Uh, Well, we're coming up here on the holidays. Uh, Thanksgiving next week already. I can't believe it's coming by and coming up so quickly here. What's something you're thankful heading into the season? Oh, I'm so thankful for family. You know, I have a big one and, you know, having a big family and being the youngest grandbaby on both sides of my family. Yeah. uh, you You know, you lose people. So I'm grateful for those that I have and the time that we get to share because y'all, it is precious every single minute. Absolutely. And you know, we we just had a family reunion uh, from my dad's side of the family. Eighty people showed up. Oh my goodness, that's yes. quite the family he, right there. Oh yeah, he's the eleventh of fourteen, so we got a bunch of cousins. 
You know, the last time I went to a family reunion, uh, somebody asked me, Trav, what are you doing with your life? I don't know. It's a surprise. I'm still trying to figure that out. I haven't been invited back since. So it's good to see oh. that your your family's happy and healthy. <laughs> Hey, we're as healthy as we can be. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sometimes we're a bunch of misfits, but we're, we're happy misfits. <laughs> That's wonderful. Looking back now on 2023, what has been the highlight for you? Oh, goodness. Getting that album out there, hearing my songs on the radio. Yeah. That's been surreal, man, because there was a time that I did not think that that was possible. And just like all artists out there, you, you feel like you're trying to get your music out, trying yeah. to uh, get get it out there so people can hear it because yeah. there's so many talented folks and just to hear that song on the radio and know that there's folks resonating with my music that has been an absolute blessing yeah let's talk a little bit about that uh, you brought up that uh you know it hasn't been easy there's been a there's been some challenges leading up to releasing oh, yeah. this album uh kind of break that down for us tell us about some of the challenges you've faced and thought man i don't know if this album's ever going to see the light of day well i mean even the first my first steps in the industry was making a demo CD in my hometown. Sure. Because you're not going to be heard unless you make some type of content and put it out there. And for me, that was a massive financial hurdle. I I am not a Silver Spoon kind of person, though I respect those who are. Um, But just the the cost of making five songs on a demo CD was astronomical. And luckily, I had people from my community believe in me. And, you know, cover that cost. And, you know, from there, you get into this industry and you think, well, I've got an awesome, I've got some awesome stuff to offer folks. Right. But so many people do. And so you're like, whoa, this is, this is tough because there's a lot of amazing artists out here. Right. It's like, what, what differentiates me? And to be honest, it's just being yourself. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Staying true to who you are. Just, just do your own thing. Knowing that you have such a big support in your community there and people backing you up, wanting to see this album happen and, uh, you know, be released, that sort of thing. What do you do to make sure that you feel like I want to make sure you all see that I am giving it 100 percent and I am not going to let you down. Thank you so much for your support. I am going to make sure you get the best of me. I show up to every show throughout the area that I'm in right now because, you know, I'm playing a lot of places local that I grew up in at this point and I show up to every show with all the energy I have and give it my all and I leave people thinking you know she she really cares about every single song right because I want I want people to experience every single song and feel it you know because that's what music is all about yeah feeling something absolutely your album's called hard to believe give me the backstory on uh what led to naming it that i mean it's a very it's a very simple album cover yet it's very strong and you get the strength just by looking at the album cover here hard to believe what was the story behind the album name so uh growing up i'm i'm a coal miner's daughter yeah (laughs) and uh growing up you know we lived in the double wide which i loved by the way still love i visit my parents often cool and uh I had hand-me-down clothes, yeah. and, you know, the the dreams that a lot of people saw as a lot closer to them were pretty distant to me. I didn't even get to go to concerts growing up, because we did not have concert money. <laughs> right. So, so, when my record label that I'm with came to me and said, all right, we've got everything together, where are you going to name this thing? I said, it's hard to believe it's even happening. Yeah. And that's where the name came from. That's hard fantastic. to believe. 
That's fantastic. I love hearing stories like yours, you know, because we often think artists come from a silver spoon and and get things handed to them and there's money supporting them and and it's you know it's it's not, they don't know the struggle like artists used to like Loretta Lynn yeah. back in the day here you are just a, a almost like a, a Cinderella story in a way you came from the hard times you didn't have the the silver spoon in your mouth and now here you are putting out your your album and it's getting rave reviews it's getting played on radio people are absolutely loving uh your first effort here and uh congratulations again on the album we're so excited for you what are the plans and the goals now that the album is out what do you got coming up here in 2024 that you're like i'm gonna hit the ground running and we're gonna do something with this hey i'm i'm ready to start booking and spreading out into more festivals and going more places we've got some plans for 2024 for that and i'm excited to get back in the studio i really hope i can get back in 2024 and uh you know everything's in music nothing is absolutely certain right so yeah you just ride the wave and you do what you can but uh you know even even if people were born with uh you know born with silver spoon this this is a tough industry sure it, is. it takes talent it takes grit and so you know I, I appreciate everybody in this business because man it's 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 tough, but it is a fun ride. I wouldn't want to do anything else. Absolutely. <laughs> Julia, let's talk about this as well, because I feel like you're going to be uh, in demand very soon. You've got a great voice. Uh, we love your music. You're, you're, we feel like you're an artist on the rise. We're going to be seeing a lot of you here uh, in the very near future. But collaborations, your, your genre of music, country music, really is big on collaborations. Who are some artists you would like to maybe do some songwriting with, maybe even do a duet or a collaboration with? Oh yeah, like I would love to do it. Somebody like Cody Johnson or uh, Luke Combs. I love their their rich voices. I'd love to write with uh, uh, Lainey Wilson, Hardy, and I've got songs I'd love to hear Reba McIntyre sing. I mean, <laughs> how cool would that <laughs> be? That would be amazing. But you know, it's it's some of these pop dreams to me, like in my in my mind, are not as far as you think. Right. So you just you try to keep a, a grounded mind about it because it may never happen, but also, you know, write those goals down. Yeah. Because you never know. Someday they might make them true. Absolutely. Well, we're very excited for you, and you've got you've got support here in Fargo, North Dakota. We're absolutely loving this album. And again, we've been playing the heck out of uh, Ain't Made Week. you got a lot of great things on the horizon for you. You've got new music that you want to get into. You want to start playing some shows. Hopefully, we see those shows come to Fargo, North Dakota in 2024. We'd love to have you up here and uh, get to know you even better. And like I said, we got a microphone right next to us here, so you have to come on by and be a special guest of ours sometime. Hey, I'd love to be there. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to round this out, Julia. I want you to give us an introduction for Ain't Made Week. Hey, y'all, I'm Julia Still, and this is my brand new song, Ain't Made Week. Only on 95.9. This side of country.